he hasn't produced. Work and wait. Come kick it in the break room. And here we go. Episode number 17, and we are locked and loaded as a Final Four uh, preview, opening day preview. We got Pro Days to talk about, but before we get to all that, Rex and Sam are with me as always. Rex, how are you? It's a boring-ass sports Wednesday night, but good thing we're recording to talk about some good shit. Sam, how about you, buddy? Yeah, I think gambling withdrawals are truly starting to settle in. Um <laughs> I, I think I've actually, at least since the first day, I've had a bet on every single game involved in the tournament. Damn. I am hip firing. It's it's just shit's going everywhere. So, I mean, it, I need I need something. I need somebody to give me winners in NBA so I can just stop blindly betting and losing money. So, so As a whole, is, is it a lot of losers? Are you losing money here? No, it's just like me randomly doing some money line parlay because I have absolutely yeah, no, I, do I know I know absolutely nothing about NBA basketball right now, and I just go off name recognition. Like, oh, is that guy? They have a good player. Like, let's just bet on them. I feel like NBA is the sport to do that with. If you're going to do that in any sport, I feel like it's NBA. Yeah, because you got. I mean, it's like college basketball on steroids, where if you just have like that one superstar. Mm-hmm. It's exactly you can take over any night. It was exactly where where I was going with that. But uh, you unfortunately have done it a lot with college basketball, and that leads us into the Elite Eight. Our final four is set. Let's go through game by game. Baylor tops Arkansas eighty one seventy two. As I mean, shocker, guys, the the team that we all thought was going to get to the final four got to the final four. How do we feel about this game? Baylor's just a fucking man. I don't know, understand why teams were writing them off, but I still don't think they have any shot to take down Gonzaga when they're fully rolling. I would like them to see and beat Arkansas a little bit more convincingly if I thought they had a solid shot to take down Gonzaga. And what about you? Uh, I mean, it's not really a surprise. It was kind of chalky night on uh, on Monday night. So, I mean, I won some money on Baylor, but like, like we said, they, they haven't done anything to make us think like they, they aren't going to make it to the championship or like scare us off betting them or like picking them, advancing them to the final four. But Arkansas, I don't know why they've like decided to go slow to start every single game, but I, I mean, running into a buzzsaw like Baylor is not the right night to do that. No, it is not. Absolutely. It is not. Um, they will match, match. They will match up with Houston, who squeaks by Oregon State, sixty-seven, sixty-one. Uh, Oregon State with the backdoor cover as backdoor as they come. I mean, these none of these games really moved the needle for me. Not and, on the first night. Yeah, not on the first night. I mean, UCLA, Michigan did it, but I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't know. This is a boring Elite Eight. What do we think about uh, Houston, Oregon State? I got to let Sam start it off with his favorite college basketball team. Uh, yes, correct. My favorite college basketball team, Oregon State, because those guys were straight up cashing checks over here. Like they are 4-0 against the spread, backdoor cover, get the under by the hair of our chinny chin chin, uh, right on, almost right on the number. But, uh, I mean, it was a total snooze fest, Tommy. I get what you're saying, like, 
I think this is a problem whenever you have all the upsets early is you get to stuff like this, like the final four and the elite eight and the matchups just aren't as exciting. Like a 67, 61 and 51, 49 game in the elite eight. Get out of here. Those are disgusting games. I don't know why it, it doesn't help the NCAA at all, but we just need, they, they have to be praying that Houston doesn't advance the to the championship and that Baylor gets it. I'm revoking your Indiana old man card because Indiana old men love 67, 61, 51, 49 <laughs> basketball. No, 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 no. Indiana is the jump shot, my friend. Make some shots, not just no, ripping shots. They don't make, right. They usually don't make them. We've seen that as of recent. Oh, I mean, the Hoosiers suck, but I mean, that's what you're it's just everyone in Indiana has a jump shot. So. Well, I really enjoyed the Gonzaga-USC game just because, one, USC finally got put in their place. And I just enjoy watching this Gonzaga team just not even look like they're fucking trying out there and just cakewalking past teams. Like, uh, they haven't been in doubt one game. They're doing whatever they want, whenever they want. Jalen Suggs is flying up the draft boards right now because he's just like a mini Clay Thompson with the way he plays. This team is just... It, we were saying that I think Sam finally has to give credit to them because they're an actually good team, but he loves them even more because he's cashing. Oh, yeah, every game. It's just first half full game. Just keep betting it until it loses because it has not been in doubt even once yet. And I was I was kind of hoping they would open up in single digits against UCLA, but bookmakers weren't that dumb. Um, yeah, that ain't happening, Chief. It, <laughs> oh, but, I mean, it like, I think I finally just accepted it last night. Like, they're going to be the next undefeated national champion. And there's nothing anybody can do about it because they're just that goddamn good. Yeah. They don't even shoot well, and they still win by double digits. That's the worst part. Yep. And that is yeah, I was, wild I was gonna, to think I mean, about. I would have been excited to see, like, them against Michigan. But after seeing how Michigan played last night, like, it doesn't matter who they play. They're just Baylor might give them a run for their money, but I, I don't see how anyone's stopping them. They're a machine. Sam, we still hate UCLA. Oh my god, dude. They won't die. This team sucks and they just won't stop. I've never seen a team play as good free throw defense as UCLA does. Like I don't <laughs> know what defense. it is. I don't know what it is. They just get in your head. And this team, like, not at one point yesterday did I feel like they were confident because Juzang was just putting the team on his back a la Greg Jennings the whole time. Even bummed his leg up a little bit throughout it and still carried him. But it was just an impressive performance. And I guess the livers missed finally. That's the easy way to say it finally went out. But if you're only scoring 49 points, I don't care if it's UCLA. Like, you got to put up more on the board as the one seed. It was a disgusting game. I mean... Do you see – like, I continue to lose on this team. I I don't know why I continue to fade them, but they're, they're just absolutely killing me. Like, I would probably be – if I just bet them a couple times in this tournament, I'd be up so much money because I could – I, like, double down on my hammers against them, and it never works. Um, and then <laughs> Franz, Franz can't go in the first round anymore. When you airball a shot like that clean a look, you can't take that. You can't trust that guy in the first round. Wow. 
cross them off the that board, was a huh? clear air ball. No one was in the vicinity of him. He stepped into it. He just shit his pants right when he went the, up. The cleanest look you could get for a game winner. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. It doesn't. <laughs> they don't get better looks than that. That's what you draw up in the backyard when you're a little kid. But well, he's like what a 38 percent three point shooter than Alex Reese, who shot like 50 on the season and shooting 20, swishes it for a more difficult shot. Some players just just want to step up in the crunch time, you know. Yeah, bronze done exactly that exactly that. Um, do you all like the this version or like this setup more, or do you like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday? Give Monday? me the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I like I, I I prefer rolling into the weekend than rolling out of the weekend. See, I agree with you there, but then you have to go Sunday to Saturday every time for the Final Four. Now that we're going like Tuesday to Saturday, it's gonna make this week go by a lot faster. That's like fair. Waiting, waiting all week for the final four is the worst. That's fair. Rex, what are you? I was trying to think about it because I usually have terrible, like, Monday, like, why is there nothing on right now? I just went through four straight days of gambling. Going on that on the the Tuesday, I guess, was a little bit easier because especially on the Thursdays and the Fridays, we at least had golf to watch. And that like got me into watching golf because I was getting myself ready to sit there for a full day of just gambling. I'm just split on it. I just don't want it in one city again. I just don't like that more than anything. Boo. Boo. I mean, Boo. I get, I get why you're booing because of the fact that you are in Indianian, but who's your, to me, I got, what's that? I got, I got in trouble for saying Indiana in last time. Uh, oh, it's a Hoosier. Okay, <laughs> the fact that you're a Hoosier, um, I understand that, but like at the same time, I think the idea of moving it around and having multiple locations then converging to one is, I, I that's the true spirit of the tournament to me. Oh, it's gonna make you a shit ton more money too, but. I'm just saying. And that was talking tournament. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> final four, let's make picks. Zags versus UCLA, who we got? Zags by a million. If UCLA wins this fucking game, I don't, I don't think I'll watch the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Like, I cannot watch this team in any more basketball game. They're disgusting. They're gross. Get them off the screen. Get Waquez off the screen. Get Juzang. Get them all off the screen. Mick Cronin, Pep Cronin. I want them all gone. Send them home. I mean, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not as passionate about it as you are. I think Gonzaga is going to win. But gosh, Sam, go off, King. Baylor, Houston. What do we got there? I think Houston does it. They just really. They just been. Baylor's been better. But they, the image could be too much recency bias of them coming off the COVID pause of just how poor their offense have been, and especially when they let Kansas State hang in a game. And Houston just kind of has that UCLA defense going on right now where it doesn't look to be doing anything crazy, but teams, are, especially Oregon State, are just having miserable times going against it. And this Baylor team does go through long stretches, so I definitely think Houston can pull this one off, and I'm not laying the points with Baylor. 
prepare. I think Baylor's going to do it. I totally understand that. I mean, that's the thing. Houston's shown the ability to beat teams at their own game, so to speak, and and, and make teams play their style. They, they beat the zone. I could I could wrap my head around it. I'm still going to roll with Baylor, though. Give me Baylor. I want the most appealing national championship game possible. If it's Houston-UCLA, how long do you stop watching college basketball for? Ever. I might not watch it again until next champ week. It was like the greatest game of the decade was Houston versus UCLA back in like the Yeah, well, that's great back in the day, but, but we're talking <laughs> about potentially this Monday or Sunday or whatever the fuck it is, and I'm out. I'm just out. <laughs> All right, let's talk pro days. Let's talk NFL as a whole. Uh, NFL officially adds the 17th game of the season. The players are pissed. Alvin Kamara, quote, shit's dumb. <laughs> uh, and, and you can quote him on that. Fuck. I mean, I just, I see it both ways. I think, I, I think what I'm most unhappy about with the 17th game is the fact that the records are going to be lopsided. Yeah, that's the, that's that's the reason they're doing seventeen, so that they can eventually get eighteen. If you, need, people, if you go eighteen, you have to add a second buy. Yeah, I understand that. I'm saying just like as an NFL fan and someone who loves watching Red Zone every Sunday that's on, um, give me a seventeenth week. But as a player, I can totally understand players just being like, "Fuck this," because they're not making any more money and. I mean, they will in the long run, but this year they're having to play a 17th, an extra game, and aren't making any extra money on it. So this is where I'm, I'm pretty mixed on it because maybe it was just last season. It was the weird season, but without the preseason games, only having two of them, essentially week one was kind of just another preseason game with how bad the teams look, how much they weren't familiar with each other. So the 17th game could – come into effect if they're going to knock out the preseason just to make the bigger bucks i'm happy because the eagles drew the jets and the eagles are 13 and 0 against the jeff's lifetime so hopefully that's a nice easy dub for us uh, in that state and then it's just all about money always going to be about money the players aren't benefiting from it so until they get a piece out of it i think it's stupid just because they get more dollars in the owner's buck because they only got 10 million instead of the 25 they projected screw them they're still doing okay who do the browns draw coach the uh cardinals cardinals not great not great, not great. i thought they did uh they they did it like north and north and south and south the browns tweeted out today that the cardinals was their their next their newest opponent Huh. We got the fucking buck, so of course that's that's not going to be great. We're already actually, you know what it is? We're already playing the NFC North next year. Oh, gotcha. That so yeah, so that's why that's why that was that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it is what it is. It'll be fun to uh to to see it. Obviously, more football is is, is funner for fans and um. I don't know. So this, be, does fantasy be... become a week longer? Got to assume, right? Oh, fuck. I already hate my fantasy team by week 16. Well, we stopped a week early, thankfully, because you never know what happens in that last week. But, man, 
I don't need another week of fantasy. I already hate it by the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not terrible if you're winning money in it, but I mean. Dude, that's like once in every four or five years (laughs) you enjoy it. Yeah. All right, let's talk pro days. Uh, It looks like we kind of uh, uh, squeezed the juice out of that as best we could. Kyle Shanahan attends Mac Jones. Uh, hit the Alabama Pro Day over Justin Fields, but they did send representatives to watch uh, Fields throw. How do we feel about that decision right there? Do we think that's telling or no? That's no. a bad, bad decision. Is it telling or is it a smokescreen? Has to be a smokescreen. Or is just Kyle Shanahan just like, I have to go watch it in person. I trust Justin Fields more as a prospect than Mac Jones. And everyone made the joke on Twitter, like flashbacks to the overthrow because Mac Jones was overthrowing every deep ball pretty much, it seemed like. And Justin Fields is out here replicating the Zach Wilson throws. So I don't know how you take Mac Jones over Justin Fields and justify it. Yeah, and justify it is the the ultimate one there. Well, the thing I was probably most surprised about is the Niners, I guess we're hoping – by trading early that it would age well for them or their value would have increased, but it kind of seems like their value decreased by making that trade so early. Cause it kind of seems like they had a game plan in mind and maybe yes, it's just smoke screens or maybe there's another rat in the locker room. There only seems to be that one that's feeding the reporters information, but it just seems weird that you would jump all the way up to three for Mac Jones when he's been projecting the fall, probably outside of the top five. That's an interesting thought. I'm trying to think through my, I'm trying to think through. Yeah. I, yeah. Especially because you, you, you know, who's probably going one at two. So maybe they just want a three just because we, we can take whatever player we want at that point, And it's up to us to make the right decision. And then maybe they're backing. It's Mac Jones. Maybe it's not, but Dolphins straight out three for a reason. Sure. Maybe they're not the most, the smartest franchise or the one that's, proven right of trading out of picks so far, but they didn't need what they needed there. No one makes them over happy at three. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where you kind of have, it's who you like the best at that point. Cause you can make a case for about five guys at that place. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, I mean, if, but if you're going to insert Justin Fields, who's like two twenty five run four fours and that rushing offense, that's going to be a scary, scary one for the NFC West. Is it Russell Wilson light? Ooh. No, I think he's better than Russell Wilson because he's not. Oh. He's, well, not right now. Coming out of college. I mean, that still insinuates that he could. Coming out of college, Justin Fields is like just turned 21 and Russell Wilson was 24. I don't know. I can't the, trust an Ohio State round. quarterback. I can't trust an Ohio State quarterback. Coming from a Buckeye, I agree. Uh, I can. After watching him demolish Clemson, I, I trust him. So did I watched I, Cardell destroy a few great teams. My guy. No, that was Zeke. Ah, uh, that bum. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But regardless – Justin Fields. Let, let's talk about the, how these all these guys are running fa- pretty fast, pretty elite forty times. With well, none of none of them are laser time. That's how. I was just about to say that they're yeah. all unofficial. There's no real combine. 
the I mean the school the schools are the ones releasing it, so it's their PR dream. Like they get to control the narrative, everything coming out of there. Yep. And if yep. they have a slower time than the competition, that just hurts the school worse as well because you can sell that we had a guy get drafted four or five because of a good forty time. I mean, damn, I lost twenty five pounds in the past three weeks. None of you can see me. I just told you it because it's my information that I'm giving out. I just want to say I'm down 10 pounds. Half half it was hair. But <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, I don't know, man. I like they were they released the video of Jamar Chase running a 438 today, and it didn't look like a 438, but no, that's what the watch said. So how do you feel about like, Jamar right now? Oh, I mean. It's embarrassing that he had to take a year off football just to give people a semblance of a chance to be drafted at wide receiver one. You think it's a lock he's wide receiver one? I don't know how he's not. Did you watch the tape? I'm playing devil's advocate here, Sam. Oh, I know I know you are, but I'm just saying, like, if anyone is reasonably – You came for the himself, throat real quick. Well, I mean, you're coming at my guy, so <laughs> I love over there. Um if you watch the tape, how how do you watch the tape? And like, I understand Devontae Smith is, was nice last year, but they didn't play seven top ten teams like LSU did. Yeah. And Joe, whoa, whoa. And Joe, are we really saying Oklahoma's defense something that we can't ride home about? I don't know. I don't want to live. I don't want to live in a world where people slander the Big 12's defense. Oh, I'm not saying that like they were top ten, top seven defenses or top ten teams. They were top ten teams. I mean, I just go by what the number says next to the name, not by their defensive rankings. And he, that Oklahoma was actually his worst game. The four touchdowns was his worst game. No, that was Justin Jefferson. Because oh. they doubled Jamar the entire game. <laughs> Forgot they were both very good. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed uh, good wide receivers in the national championship. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, I mean, do we have anything else on, on football here? Yeah. Pretty much. It's just kind of like when Penn State had their D linemen all running sub four, five, forties. That's that kind of had to put your <laughs> eyes up because, all right, I know my linemen, they can get fast when it gets rolling, but when everyone on your team's running a sub four, six, that just doesn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is what it is. Let's move on. Baseball starting up, uh, starting up today. I'm not here for your guys' slandered. This is the best time of the year. Um, and yeah, I basketball. No nah, man. That's what <laughs> yeah. MLS on. is about to start. It's a good time. You want me to go fuck myself now, or <laughs> I mean, it's it's your own sports fault, Coach. Like I've, it is. I've probably, it is. I've heard of, I've heard as much about the MLS starting as I have the MLB starting. You're not wrong, and here's the thing. It's not my fault that my sport markets itself to the, the, the olds, okay? It and markets it. itself in general? Okay. That's, that must be a step I, up. I walked into that one. I walked into that one. <laughs> um, however, it's it's the sign of the, 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 the season's turning. It's the Everybody's – Everybody's going to win the World Series on opening day, and then the Mets get mathematically eliminated by the weekend. But um, I'm excited. I can tell that you guys are too. Do do we want to go over uh, the outlook of the MLB this year? 
Yes, I need to know how the O's, the Pirates, the Rangers are going to do. Those are my squads. Tank, tanking, tank, 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 tank. <laughs> All right. So you get nothing out of tanking in baseball. I don't get why teams do it to save money. Mm. Money no salary cap. Stupid to save money. You're not lying. You are like a not salary lying. floor, not a salary cap. Sam's on the side. Let's go. Now we're talking baseball, boys. Now we're talking <laughs> my language. All right. So we'll start in the AL Central because that's my division. Uh, Twins and White Sox, pretty good at the top. Uh, Twins made a lot of offseason additions. White Sox are kind of second year into their rebuild. Indians are on their downslope of, of their success window. They still have a really good um, uh, really good pitching staff, but with the loss of Francisco Lindor, it makes the team kind of suspect. And then Royals, really, really young team, probably don't have a high enough ceiling this year to make any noise in the division, but they could challenge for that third spot. And then the Detroit Tigers are god-awful. Next division, AL East. Unless you guys had comments on the Central. It would, it's, it would suck to have your team just like let go of a transitional player like that. Will the Twins win a playoff game? That was cool. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to stay with it. I lo- That's my favorite hill to die on right now. And no, the Twins will not win a playoff game. AL East. Uh, Yankees, it's really easy when you buy World Series titles. They, they don't rebuild, they reload, and boy, that must be nice. Uh, Red Sox, going to be better than a lot of people think. I don't know if they'll challenge uh, the Yankees for the division, but they're going to hit the shit out of the ball. The Rays, also in that division, coming off a World Series appearance, I they lost too much. They lost Snell, they lost Morton, they lost a couple hitters. I, Kevin Cash is a great manager, defending manager of the year, but boy, oh boy, I don't see how they uh, can string anything together with this roster. Uh, then you got the Blue Jays, a, a very young team that that could make a run in this division. That are they're, 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 They have all kinds of talent. They add George Springer, who's probably going to start the year on the injured list, but he'll make an impact throughout the summer for them. You have young talent and Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. You got a, a pitching staff that's that's good, not great, but will get the job done. Uh, the problem with this division is, with the exception of the Orioles, who we'll get to in a second, everybody's going to beat the shit out of each other, and it's going to be hard for one team to run away with it because I think the the, the the this is the the most dynamic division in terms of everybody's talented. Maybe not the most, but in, in the American League, uh, the, the the most talented throughout. And then the Orioles, the punching bag, they're gonna they're gonna be tough. They're gonna be tough to watch. Fangraphs gave them literally a zero point zero chance of making the playoffs this year. Oh, that's tough. Could you imagine seeing that as a as a as a player or as a fan of that organization? What keeps you being a fan? Your zip code, I guess. zero point zero. That's just rough. I don't think I've. Like, 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 that can't have happened in any other sport ever before, has it? Got the to Sixers. No. The Sixers? Sixers during the tank. It was definitely 0. 0.0 when we went 10 and 72. I know, but like some analytics. <laughs> I forgot I, you guys went 10 and 72 that year. They, oh, my goodness. 
did, did any analytical site literally say you have a 0.0? Is that I understand it was like known amongst for that them. season they might have. It was that bad. <laughs> All right, uh, AL West. Uh, Wait, I, I have a quick question. Go for it. If I so I, shout out uh, T-Mobile because I just got my uh, free MLB TV for the year yesterday. Shout out. If I just no wanted ads, to go off, I'm just saying that it's an awesome deal. Get T-Mobile free ad. Bam. Um, if I wanted to like just throw in a baseball game on like any random night, who's my most entertaining team that I want to watch? Oh, we'll get to them. No, no, no. Not on the East Coast because I oh, know on like the, the pod- on the like the Padres. I'm not staying Ooh. up until ten o'clock to watch those games. Let me think. Hold on. East Coast. You want American League East Coast? So. With the Blue wanna... Jays, I feel like the Blue Jays would be. Blue Jays are going to be fun team. to. Blue Jays are going to be fun to watch. They they might not win a ton, but you got a lot of fun personalities, a lot of young talent on that team. Are they um, in Buffalo again? I don't know about that. I do not know for hmm. sure. Um, I think they're in, I think they're in Toronto. They're back in Toronto. What about an over team? Would that be like if I wanted a, a lot of the runs? Phillies? Phillies. If you want to if you want to hammer somebody's over, yeah. The Indians are 81 and a half. I think they're going to be an 85. No, 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 no. Like, just game by game. Like, oh, anytime the that's going to go oh, over yeah, runs. Oh, oh, hammering overs. The Phillies yeah, is a good the, one. But uh, once the bullpen gets in there, it's just, boy, oh, boy. Just this live bet at every – I'm yeah. going to try to. If we have a lead and the bullpen comes in or anytime the over is there, it's bad. Yankees team overs are going to be good. They're The back end of their bullpen, they're not going to allow a ton of runs, but they're going to score a bunch. So going Yankees team overs, um, I think Boston overs are going to be go, going like crazy because they hit the shit out of the ball and they don't have a ton of guys they can throw overly well. Um, Baltimore go against <laughs> team overs. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay, so let me get to the AL West. Uh, Astros, that's another team you can hammer overs with. They can hit the shit out of the ball. Um, the problem with the Astros, when they're banging trash cans, though, the problem with the Astros this year goes exactly with the trash cans is they didn't have last year. They were the luckiest team in baseball because they didn't have fans to give them the hate tour. How are they going to respond with with butts and seats this year and, and plenty of booze raining down on them? I really I really want to hate a real hate tour. Like I want I think before COVID got a hold of like sports last year, there was like live total or like their totals for the season of numbers of Astros hit, hit hit by pitch. Give me that again. I want that anger still there because they lucked out of it last year. I, I want think it fights. will be. I want it to be like slugfest. I don't think, I don't think you'll see it in terms of hit by pitches, but I think you're going to see booze rain down um, whenever the Astros come to town. Uh, Oakland going to probably be the, the most dynamic team. If you want a future to tickle out there, um, for like a team to win the American League, it's going to be crazy plus odds. Oakland's probably going to be that group. Um, and they have a realistic chance of doing it, I think. Um, who else in that division? The Rangers, kind of dog shit. They don't really have any star power. Um, the Mariners, same thing. Their their owner said the quiet thing out loud and, and said that they're going to manipulate the service time of a couple of their best players prospects which stinks and it's the one of the worst things about baseball right now and then you get to the angels will mike trout ever play on a playoff team we don't know 
Is Shohei Otani ever going to be a, a guy that, that, that can go both ways? We don't know. Can he make it a full season without getting hurt? Probably not, but we really don't know. And that's the thing with the Angels is they're littered in question marks. They still have Albert Pujols' old ass on the books. I mean, are we ever going to see this team achieve its full potential? Probably not. But with a team with with Oakland and Houston in that division, uh, they're going to be a thorn in their sides for when they do have nights where they string it together. Are they going to win the division? I highly, highly doubt it. But they'll be, again, a, a thorn in the side, a fun one to keep your eye on. So you're telling me to ride the elephants and adopt Oakland as my AL team for this year. That's all I heard from there. If you want an AL team, (laughs) Oakland's a fun one to hop on. And great hats. Oh, great hats. Elite hats. I have have an Oakland hat that I'm really upset I stained on accident. Um, Anyway, going to the National League. Uh, Rex, we'll start in your East. Uh, I want you to tell me about the Phillies. I know this is this is me giving you guys divisions for dummies, but you tell me what the outlook is on your uh, Philadelphia Phillies over there. Hmm. We signed JT, which yep. is always great, but MLB players never show up after you get paid. But he's a catcher. It's not really too hard to show up because most catchers suck on offense. One of the best defensive catchers in baseball, too. Well, whether yeah, that's what I was going to say. He gives you both sides. Whether he shows up at the plate or not, he's going to give you enough defensively that it'll be worth every penny. Um, gotta hope my boy Bryce finally shows up because it was kind of fun where I never had the scenario where I hated somebody and then they finally came to your team because I'm usually someone that loves to heal. So that's why I was so happy when he comes here. And now he's just a completely average overplayed player. Another player that I got paid. And other than Aaron Nola, I mean, it kind of sucks when I have to rely on Zach Wheeler to be my number two guy. And yep. that's where I just think the bullpen, um, seriously follow me on action network. I'm going to be watching the Phillies games and live betting anytime they get a lead or anytime that bullpen goes in there. You're this, fading Hector the Phillies? Neris, Hector Neris is going to be our closer again. Nothing ever is good when Hector Neris has been our closer. So Yikes. fade the Phillies live after they're up or when the bullpen goes in. Yikes. Uh, in that division, it's pretty much been property of Atlanta the last few years. I expect it to be more of the same. Uh, Acuna is one of the most fun players in baseball. Freddie Freeman, the reigning MVP. Uh, they added some depth to the pitching staff. They added a, a, a nice little piece in Jason Kipnis, former Indian shout out. Um, and a nice little piece as a utility infielder, potential outfielder for them. Uh, I, I think it's going to be another uh, summer of Atlanta owning that East. And then who else is in that division? The Marlins. <sighs> they beat the Phillies. I fucking hate the fish. The fish are fun to watch. You want a young team that's probably not going to win a lot, but they're going to play like hell. This team is the team to check out. Jazz Chisholm, uh, the the uh, what's her name? Something Nah. I can't know. I don't know her first name. The Marlins' new GM, the woman, um, Miss Nah, just gave the the nod that Jazz Chisholm will be on the roster. Shout out to her, Kim Nah. Shout out Kim Nah for not manipulating service time. Get the guy, get your best players on the field as quickly as possible. Shout out the fish. Um, and then you have uh, the New York Metropolitans and Frank Lindor, Pete Alonzo. They got a great pitching staff. If anybody is going to challenge the Braves, I think it's going to be this this Mets team. Um, so who knows if they're going to be be able to string it together. Lindor, uh, his 
him and his team uh, came to the, the Mets ownership, said, let's get an extension done by by opening day or not at all. Here we are the eve before no opening day approaching uh, midnight and no deal done. So looks like Lindor is not going to be a Metropolitan for long. Looks like it's a one and done deal. You know what? You hate to see it. Sorry about you, Frank. Um, who else is in that East that I'm missing? The Nationals. Is Noah Syndergaard actually going to be healthy this year? That's a great question, and we're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about the Grom? Uh, that's a great question, and we're going to move on. The Mets' biggest issue is going to be health. They have a talent, the talent to make a World Series run, but they've shown time and time again that they can't stay healthy for 162. And whether it's the pitching staff or the, the position players, they just don't have it. They, they can never put both links together, and, and that leads to the Mets being the Mets. And an incompetent front office that's sending dick pics like a 17-year-old on a fucking college campus for the first time. Yeah, if you think I dislike the fish, the Mets is just a different level of hatred. And 2007 is always going to be the best Mets story of all time. We on Gap to Gap have given the Mets an unfair amount of hate. And I like to think rightfully so, because they're an incompetent organization that continues to be incompetent, except for Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen seems, now that he's at the helm, to be doing a lot of right here for this organization. Um, but we will see, as t- like I said, time will tell with this team. The Nationals made some nice uh, offseason additions in Josh Bell. And why can't I think of their other big signing? Kyle Schwarber. Um, they made a... A couple nice signings there. They, they got Schwarber on a good enough deal that it doesn't necessarily – you don't need him to produce. You're, not, you're obviously hoping he does, but you're not relying on it as a team. Uh, you still have one of the most dynamic players in baseball in Juan Soto. Um, the Nats are going to be fun. Can they pitch? Who knows? Um, but you, you, you have Strasburg. You have Scherzer. It's going to be a, enough to get you at least through the first round. So – We'll see. Uh, they should snag one of those wild card spots and be competitive uh, if the Braves lock down that division. In the Central, one through five, dog shit. Cubs are going to be dog shit. Braves are going to, I'm sorry, Pirates are going to be dog shit. Reds are going to be dog shit. Brewers are going to be dog shit. And the Cardinals, probably not going to be dog shit. Nolan Arenado is a fucking stud. You pair him with Paul Goldschmidt. You give them both a little bit of protection. The problem is they have nobody to throw it. Um, and I don't know what this team has in the, ter- in, in the pipeline in terms of prospects, but we'll see uh, as the year goes on. Uh, Cubs, average. Pirates going to be really bad. I, I, Cabrian Hayes, that's all you have. Just say Cabrian Hayes is going to have a great year, and you sound like an intelligent baseball fan. You sound like a passable Pirates fan. Um, who else did I say is in that division? Brewers, Christian Yelich has got to stay healthy. Uh, Hiura has got to stay healthy. You need the bullpen to stay healthy. I don't see a ton of production out of this Brewers lineup because it's a shame because that's my NL team. I love the Milwaukee Brewers, um, but they're not going to be good this year, I don't think. (sighs) Let me catch my breath. (laughs) NL West. The NL West is interesting because you have arguably the two best teams in the NL that are going to hit each other in the head 19 times. You have the Dodgers who are coming off a World Series at a Cy Young winner. They bring back Clayton Kershaw. They have David Price, who is somehow still throwing. You have one of the best players in baseball in Mookie Betts. You you have just power threats all up and down this lineup. And you have a manager that I don't really trust in Dave Roberts. 
you have a decent bullpen, but I don't know. This the Dodgers. The Dodgers is the is the sexy pick, and, and their over under is over a hundred games or well over a hundred. I think it's a hundred four games, hundred eight games, maybe. It's a wild, it's a wild over under, but there's really not a world where I see them going under a hundred eight games. Always bet the under when it's over a hundred. The numbers have told you in the past it's so hard to only lose sixty games in a season. It is. But this team might be the most talented roster we've seen in a long, long time. You're buying into that Trevor Bauer, even though he's sucking in spring training right now. Spring training doesn't mean shit, dude. Bauer nah, with ba- pitchers, I think it does more. Bauer than pitched else. a bunch of innings with one eye because he's a weirdo. Uh, I forgot he he was an Indian. That's why you have your uh, little love for him. No, I honestly here's the thing he. <laughs> He was not good as an Indian. He cut his, He cost me a World Series because he just tried to finger a drone. Oh, man. He tried to finger fuck a drone. And and I, I've defended the Bauer drone thing a ton. But the fact How? of the matter is... How do you defend that? Dude, players have their hobbies. I understand, but there's hobbies and you're about to play for a fucking World Series. What are you doing, bro? It, first of all, it was, in the, it was before the first round. So... I, okay, the, the point, the point remains. The point remains. You're still in the postseason, exactly. But if if that's how you unwind, is you fix drones and then the thing short circuits and there's nothing like it's a, it's a one in a million accident. That stinks, but it's you know it's not something you expect to happen. It'd be no different if his if his if his uh, hobby was knitting and he cut himself with a needle. Which Robbie Ray fell down the steps. He's not ready for opening day. Exactly. We I, I I talked about it the other day. Glenn Allen Hill had a dream about being covered in spiders, rolled out of bed, and, and, and smashed a glass table. Had to miss two That's weeks. That's different. That's different. It's a freak accident. That's what I'm saying. I understand, saying. but you, you don't go to bed. like Everyone doesn't sleep in like a padded room because they think they're going to get hurt. Like, exactly. You, so why, do you, no. why should you stop doing your hobbies then? Why should you stop Be, doing your hobbies? Because you're you dealing with – what the, let's, like say, let's say helicopter rotors. Let's say you slip the, a disc playing golf. Is that we'll hear soccer players getting hurt like this? Well, baseball players are weirdos <laughs> to begin with. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. pinched a nut, putting his cup in one day, and had to miss had to miss three days. Like, well, like, that's serious. That's serious. We don't there, talk about that. There is there is a bunch of wild, wild sports in, or baseball injuries. Um, and, and, and me and seven have done countless episodes on them. It's so much fun. Shout out gap to gap. Um, all right, let's continue in the West. Uh, the Padres are the dark, not the dark horse team, but they're, they're another sexy, not favorite to pick. Um, because they added a ton of pitching. They added Blake Snell. They went all in at the deadline. They're going to get Mike Clevenger back around the all-star break. Um, you have they, they have one of the funnest players in baseball in Fernando Tatis. Um, they have Will Meyer, who's one of the most underrated players in baseball, in my opinion. Um, they got a fun roster. It's the, the, the fact of the matter is, can they hit with their pitching staff? Can they keep themselves in games with their bats when their pitching doesn't show up? I, I would like to think, yes, I think they're going to get into a wild card spot in the playoffs and make some noise when they get there. Um, then you b- below that you have Diamondbacks, uh, Giants, and Rockies. You're not going to get uh, 130 wins out of the three of them combined. 
Even though the Diamondbacks change their jerseys for every game because they're like the Oregon of They are baseball. the Oregon Ducks. They are the Oregon Ducks of uh, of baseball. But no, you're still not going to get a bunch of wins out of out of them. And tough luck. Tough luck. All right, so now we've gone through all six divisions. I put it on you guys uh, to make blind predictions that obviously are legally binding and you will be held, uh, uh, you know, by by punishable offense too. Uh who do you got in each division? Let's play. Well, considering I am a baseball expert and I read every single one of the breakdowns, uh 30-30 breakdowns that we had over the last month. Good plug. That's a company um, right there. I will go Blue Jays in the AL East because Ooh. I hate the Yankees and I will not pick them. Um White Sox in the Central and A's out west. All right. What about the NL? NL, I'll go Mets. Who's in, oh, Mets, Cardinals, Padres. All right. Gross. I like the contrarian. What'd you say? That was just gross. Saying the Mets. <laughs> you might not be allowed back on. <laughs> Rex, what do you got? All right, so can't go with the Phillies. I got to roll with the Braves there. The The Padres just seem like too much of the fancy pick, but even though I don't think the Dodgers live any bit up to expectations. So I'm going to take Gabe Kapler because that dude's a loser and he's going to figure out a way. So I'm going to take the Giants there. Oh, boy. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. And then with the Central, uh, the Cubs still stink, I guess. Uh, they had their one glimpse. So I'm going to go with the Brewers. They're always a fun squad to back behind. And Woodruff, he's the guy that I've been like following into that had the breakout year last year. So I like them. And the AL, fuck the Yankees, but got to take the Yankees because can never take the Blue Jays because of 93 or 94, even though I wasn't alive. And the Red Sox are just garbage. The Rays will fall apart. It's what they do every year after making the World Series a la 2008. In the AL Central, we got rolled to Twinkies. No, they probably won't win a playoff game, but... The White Sox is a trendy pick, and EDP picked the White Sox, who EDP only picks shitty franchises for teams that he likes. Um, and then the AL West, yeah, let's ride the elephants in Oakland. Even though right. I do like the Angels out there, though. All right. I like it, I like it, I like it. I'm going uh, White Sox in the Central, um, A's out West, and then Red Sox are going to shock the world and win the East. And then uh, in the NL – Braves, Cardinals, Doyers, and we'll get to the World Series predictions after I hit all six of these. Um, until then, let's pay the troll tolls. I will lead off since you guys are chomping at the bits, clearly. Um, Ohio weather blows. Yesterday, nice little 70-degree sunny day. Today, in between, we go 45, high of 50. Tomorrow, we're getting snow in the land. And that is why it is the worst. Uh, four seasons in three days. Kiss my ass. It sucks. I I think we we might have challenged the sun a little too hard last last time, Tommy. We we threat or we uh we challenged it way too hard. We acted like we had beaten it. We had gotten through the winter. And surprise, fourth winter. Is coming back this week. Like same, same here in Indy. Seventy yesterday. Uh, 
about 45 today, and it's going to be 30s tomorrow. No snow on the forecast, though. I would actually throw up. But I think I'm going to try to challenge the sun again, and I'm going to fire up the grill, throw some hot dogs on there for opening day, and just have myself a day. I like that. Got to grill some dogs from opening day. Have to. <clears throat> got to do it. Got to do it. Rex, what about you, my friend? Uh, we got to troll the Flyers. The Sabres are about to end their 17 or 18 game losing streaks. The Flyers lucked one out last night against them. And yeah, you can't be the team to lose to the Sabres to end the monumental streak. So all the hype from last season out the drain. Just sad, sad, sad. Can't do it. Just can't do it. Nope. Can't lose to the Sabres. Can't lose to the Senators. <laughs> oh, vey. Those flyers are going to put you in the hospital, my friend. All Philadelphia sports will. <laughs> I know the Indians will this year, so I can't really talk that talk that talk too, too much. But it's opening day. I'm thrilled. I'm glad you got to listen. I'm glad you two were here to join me. And until next time.